Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Maths Lessons, a podcast all about married at first sight. I'm Cy Beckwith, joined by co-host Omar Abid. Hello. And a fellow co-host, Kelly Rickard. Hiya. Hello both. Hello. So before Series 7 of Married at First Sight Australia starts, we're going to take a look back at Series 6. So me and you have had chats about this before, Omar, you were a massive fan, weren't you? Very much so. Very much so. I think like everyone, during lockdown, the whole pandemic year, getting from work... Married at First Sight Australia is on, and it's the most bizarrely addictive thing. I mean, and I've been addicted to crack cocaine for a long part of my life, but Married at First Sight Australia was intensely addictive. So, huge fan. Very, like, crack cocaine levels of addictive you're putting it up there? Probably, yeah. Crack <laughs> bold statement. <laughs> it's bold. Crack cocaine, or, um, you know, Choco Leibniz, the biscuits. <gasps> yeah. Like that. That's fair. Yeah. Fair point. See, Tiger King was the one that sort of led, like, that was the first sort of addiction of lockdown. Yeah. Which ironically featured a lot of crack cocaine. And yeah. then <laughs> into Married at First Sight. So, Kelly, you, for Married at First Sight, you didn't watch it when we no, all did. I didn't. And I, you got in touch about this. And obviously, the title's a bit of a giveaway, isn't it? Married at First Sight. But I Googled the concept. And I was just kind of like, there's this group of people that are that desperate to be loved that they would put themselves through this experiment and I didn't know whether to be like inspired by that or absolutely devastated for them it's really interesting that's why we've brought you in is because you're a married woman you're mature you what do you mean like I mean that is backhanded (laughs) I didn't say all this shit (laughs) I didn't even think it Kelly to be honest no, you're growing up. If I had a problem, you would be one of the friends I would go to with oh, that would problem. You? Yeah. Thanks. I wouldn't help you, like. Right. No. Big crack cocaine again. <laughs> Me and Omar have gone off the rails. 
No, I feel like you've called me in as an expert because I, I love a good wedding. Yeah, we've got a nice relationship. We talked about loads in the last podcast we did. Yes. Um, I didn't just pick you just for all projects now just to go come and talk about oh, these two not? again. No. <laughs> so it's me and you forever now. Well, yeah, still. You'll never be able to do anything without me. Never, <laughs> never, ever. I mean, that, was that three minutes before the first mention of Greece too? Yeah. That'll be the last one, I promise. <laughs> I think, well, no, I can't promise you can't. that. We should do a drinking game every time we accidentally mention it. No, okay. No. Well, we can play it. I think there's a good Married at First Sight drinking game to be had that we'll talk about later on. Because there's a lot of phrases that come up a lot, which we'll delve into, because, again, your experience of this show were less. And so you raised a good point there, which is, are these people desperate for love and sort of desperate to be married? Or are they just desperate to be on TV? Oh, there's definitely a divide when you look at the couples. There are definitely people from last series, uh, Cam and Jules, who were a bit older, a um, bit more kind of normal, if you like, compared to other people like Jessica, who seemed very much in it for the for the fame of yeah. being being on TV. Um, so there's a there's a definite split in the type of a common phrase that comes up when you're talking about things is whether people are there for the right reasons. Yeah, I heard that, that a lot. Yeah, it comes up every episode. Well, let's say the phrase experiment a lot, like it's got any sort of science. Yeah, <laughs> with the three experts. Yeah. It's like me putting like 10 ecstasy tablets in a bottle of beer and drinking it and just seeing what happens yeah, and just it calling was... it an experiment. <laughs> it? No, that's not an experiment. We could do that in the next episode. I'm not doing pills. <laughs> I think you've It's being... an experiment. I think you've been very unfair when when you doubt the credibility of it as an experiment because I believe those three relationship experts were heavily involved in the COVID vaccination program. <laughs> that doesn't shock me. Well, I think you'll find one of those as well. The man was a former cricketer, so what else tells you more about relationships than being good at cricket? <laughs> you mentioned uh, Cam and Jules there, so obviously I'm new to this. I binge watched a couple of episodes last night. But what I thought when I saw them was it's to do with the attitude that they came into it with. Mm -hmm. So I walked on hot coals once, right? Because I did a Tony Robbins like life coaching session. And it was to teach you that your mind can override anything if you if you want it enough. And I feel like they were just ready to be married. It didn't matter who was at the end of that aisle. It was like, we're going to walk across the hot coals, we're going to persevere, because yeah. I'm ready. Well, they came in open looking for relationships. So one thing, sort of bringing back to what we were saying before, is the reasons people come in, it's how they cast it as well. So I know from the UK version, because I got a message on Instagram from the casting agent going, do you want to apply for Married at First Sight UK? They look for people who might want to be on telly rather than people yeah. who might want to be in a relationship. Or entertaining people, yeah. So that's what they want. I really wish I'd went on it. Oh, yeah, so do I. Rebecca would have frowned upon it. <laughs> she said I had free reign, but I think once I bring home, like, a second wife. Yeah, it's pushing the boundaries, isn't it? Ah, uh, she's kicked off last time I tried it, so she's not going to do it now once the TV cameras are involved as well. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. filming it on my phone last time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one thing. Yeah. Sorry, and I know what else you're going to do. <laughs> I mean, the, the Cam, and, Cam and Jules, when I remember, the thing I remember most about them was that, firstly, Every time they're on screen, they're opening a bottle of Prosecco or yeah, champagne. Yeah, which helps. Massively <laughs> helps if, you, if you're drunk for the whole of the first bit of your relationship. Definitely. And especially at their wedding, when they got up to do the first dance and there was no music playing. Uh, I don't know if you will have seen this in the episode you saw the recap. Um, the no music playing, so they just started dancing in silence in front of everyone. It and was, was it one, lovely or creepy? It is? was one of the most awkward things I've ever seen in my entire life. It's oh. really lovely, though, because they just take control and make it their own thing. I feel like you would like it. What, if I had to dance with no music? No, just watching them too. Oh, but also sorry. I, think <laughs> <it might be. laughs> I mean, we could try it. That, no, okay. 
Uh, it was unbelievably cringy, but it was that that was the moment where apparently they felt that they were on the same wavelength and they can just make make the best out of any situation yeah. as long as they have each other. It was, I mean, because I'm, I'm basing all of my opinions just on what I saw last night, which is the final two episodes of series six. And I mean, I don't know what she looked like at the beginning of the series, but she even dresses like a wife now. She, she was in some kind of gingham smock, <laughs> like <laughs> so the, married. I think a common common perception of those two, though, is that she comes across very much as his mum. Yeah. It was uh, there was a bit where, due to the pressure of the the experiment. Cam just broke down crying because everyone, why can't everyone just get along? <laughs> and she, you know, had to put a nice motherly arm around him. Oh and my it, word! It's like, mate, suck it up. Stop being a dickhead. You understand? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's not that big a deal. If people are pissing you off, you're never going to see him again after next week. It's like it's quite funny. <laughs> Well, with that as well, like Cam, he dresses better and looks better as the series goes on. So he grows a little beard. Yes. His fashion style changes. She does She's have, dressing him, probably, yeah. yeah. Which is fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I also love, we've talked about this before, you think I've got like a um, proper something against short people. You Cam have. is tiny. He is tiny. And he's quite a handsome man as the season goes along, but that's why I think... He's, he's a just, tiny, handsome man. Yeah. That's like a little punty just... pine from in the night garden. That's one for all the mums out there. Lovely reference. <laughs> but he's, if he was taller, I don't think he'd be on this. I think that's. I think it's, it's his shortness. What that's held him back in life. Yeah. So he's had to resort to this. Because he's like he's a former cricketer as well. So he's got that mad cricketer Australian money. That's like being the queen over there. Yeah, it is. Mm. It's the top of the hierarchy, isn't it? it go, well, no, it goes neighbours, <laughs> cricketer, <laughs> home and away. Yeah. Yeah. Neighbours is definitely Kylie. better than Home and Away. Kylie. <laughs> Jason. Danny. Danny. Who is the better Minogue and I she will find What? She is. She's so oh, fit. She, yeah, she was my first crusher. Really? I, yeah, she's dirtier than Kylie. That's tell. exactly how I yeah. describe it, yeah. <laughs> you just know. Aye. Like, yeah. Oh, he's gone. He's in a reverie. <laughs> a Danny Minogue reverie. And then Prisoner Cell Block H. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we've encapsulated Australian culture quite well there. <laughs> yeah. We didn't resort to any kind of stereotypes there. No, if any um, Australians are listening, we're sorry. Just um, just talking about how people change the, the way they look through the series. Sam, who was the uh, <gasps> the toxic male. Oh my good God, he's a proper villain. Yeah. He, is. he He had most of the series, he had a beard and sort of slick back, medium length hair kind of thing. And then when he came back for the final dinner party, which you would have seen, he'd shaved his beard off. His face somehow got fatter yeah. without the beard. He looked considerably worse. Yeah, he did. Um, he's gone bald now as well. Has he? Just cheer everyone up. Oh, wow. He was literally like a pantomime villain, though, yeah. in the bits that I saw last night. He, he did some... He did some just unbelievable stuff. Tremendous gaslighting. Oh my god, yes. He did he did that brilliant thing of like when someone's arguing when you just go, Well, I'll talk I'll talk to you if you talk reasonably with me. Yeah, I don't understand oh why god. you can't just be be calm. I just, just got a knife from the kitchen. <laughs> I had to do time, honestly. Because it was when he was saying to Inez, mm-hmm. I mean, she does look a little bit like a sort of femme fatale from a Channel 5 afternoon thriller. <laughs> she had scary vibes. But when he was saying to her, have you heard yourself? Have you heard yeah. yourself, though? And she was saying quite reasonable stuff. Mm. I'm getting sweaty talking about it now. She's a caricature of a person, Inez, though. I kind of tell how genuine mm-hmm. she was. So because she plays that femme fatale really well. Yeah. Um, and she says she got a lot of abuse online afterwards as a result. 
But I, but she came to Elizabeth's rescue last night in the one that I watched. That's the, really good. I like, loved it. It was like full on sisterhood. Yeah, she comes good in the end. Yeah. It's like a proper turn. Yeah, the um, the thing I like about there uh, when earlier in the series when Elizabeth had apologised to Innes for for chirping up in a commitment ceremony from from the settee or whatever. Um, Elizabeth was just going. Oh, what about this? He said at the dinner party, what about that? And Innes is going, why are you getting involved? This is my time with the therapist. So then Elizabeth went to apologise to her the next day and her form of apology was taking a big block of dairy milk. <laughs> it's like she'd just been to WH Smith's. I and love thought, that like, though. Yeah. What more would you want from an apology? Yeah. But you don't, you can't quite picture it. I noticed as well every time they showed, um, they showed Elizabeth, especially when Sam disappeared to go to his ex-girlfriend's mum's funeral yeah they just uh, they just showed Elizabeth sat on the bed eating chocolate which... can I just say though I know I've got a different frame of reference because not a thin skinny woman but when he was like oh she's so much bigger than any woman I've been with is she not like a size 8 or is that me is that my skewed frame of because she looked thin to she's me she's got a woman's figure so she's got hips and also I know physical attractiveness is like it's subjective but she's beautiful yeah. like I think she's beautiful Everyone's gone quiet. No, she's a really just, beautiful woman. Like I didn't get it why he was like, "Oh God, what have they sent me?" Not, not for me. Oh my no. God, <laughs> what an <laughs> asshole! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, another another big thing I noticed on social media at the time that that the series went out was uh, her the her extensions got a lot of attention. Oh, see, um, this I need to do more research, don't I? I need to go back. Well, that's what we'll do with the next series. Yeah. So, like, this was easing you in to go look back. Me and Omar loved the last series. Yes. I watched it relentlessly, like, as soon as it was out. I can see why. It was, it's really, really addictive. It is. And looking at the effect it has on their lives. So someone like, a lot of the women from this series, and because it happened in Australia much before it went out on UK TV, they've all had a lot of work done and... They all look like really, really different women now. Oh, do they? And it goes through oh, such a... a sad. It's a shame as well, because they are... They're all beautiful. Yeah, all yeah. beautiful. I'm not going to work my way through the list to try and work out which one isn't. I mean, they're not all beautiful. Wait, who's, <laughs> not, who's not beautiful? Dino. Oh, we're talking about the women. Oh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> well, I quite like meditating Dino. I liked his vibe. He is a sociopath. <laughs> oh, really? See, I haven't seen... I don't, I'm basing it, well, a little bit off the show. So we recorded a conversation that him and um, Melissa... Melissa, yeah. Who also has interest in energy. Yeah. <laughs> She's like a Jim Carrey character. Yeah. See, when, we, uh, when me and Rebecca watched it, that's the vibe that I got from her. Intense. But Dino's just, he's non-emotive. Like, there's nothing really... I'm not always sure he was fully understanding what was going on. So what was good at the dinner party yeah. is constantly watching Dino just look confused. Yeah. I think sometimes he was confused by, like, what a knife and fork was. He just didn't <laughs> fully look like he was ever in the room. <laughs> and, like, there's bits where, like, they just have to get up and move him so they could have a conversation about something else. Because it was, I reckon... It's the sort of thing where you could imagine they've said, well, can you do something weird? Because, like, you've not really done anything yeah. yet. But there were a couple of people like that where we had me. Other favourite one is uh, Matt. Oh, Matt the Virgin. Matt the Virgin. Sorry, or, I, I only know him if you refer to him as the Virgin. Or Virgin Matt. And when he <laughs> lost his virginity, he was referred Did he to lose con- his virginity in the series? Yes. Because I'm catching up They had to change his name then to former Virgin Matt. Hmm. Did you see him, lo- like, a bit lose it? No, like, like you don't the beginning of it. Or anything, no. no, no, but, like, the lead-up. 
A bit, yeah. Yeah, you see them getting into bed and you, yeah. see, you see them getting the condom and then unwrapping no, the condom. Dear. No, you don't. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, you just see them like snuggling and then, you know, it fades out and then it fades back in and there's lying next to each other in bed and the next morning and giggling. How old is he? Mid-twenties, yeah. mid-twenties. Why is he, why? Well, the thing is, but he was interesting because he's clearly come from a very sheltered, I, uh, I respect him, he's come from a very sheltered life and he knew he needed to break out of that. But probably one of his mates should have said, just join a rugby club or something. You don't need yeah. to go on telly yeah. and marry someone and lose just your virginity. Just get a hobby. Yeah. It's like, get out and about a bit. Yeah. Yeah, he come across as quite a nice man, but then ended up treating a woman quite poorly. And with Matt, the interesting thing with him was the uh, blinking. So obviously because he was socially awkward, he'd blink a lot. But oh, because yes. he was had no emotion whatsoever, it looked like he was a cyborg who was slowly breaking down. <laughs> That's not compute. Because whenever the emotions would go high, Matt would start blinking. <laughs> and now that you mention it. I think it, I do that. Do you? Oh, I'm really aware of it now. No. Okay. Not enough that I've given you the nickname Abraham Blinken. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, with Matt, now that you mention it, because I can picture the moment of his highest anxiety was bearing in mind that he just lost his virginity. His partner, sorry, what was her name? Uh, she was called Lauren. Lauren. She didn't get featured much in the end. Well, they, they went out quite early. They left quite early. But he just lost his virginity. And then she started talking about... Yeah, I'm a bit more open sexually. Like, you know, I like, you know, swinging maybe, threesome, stuff like this. And oh God, he, he's he, just he, lost his virginity. Yeah, oh. he blinks about 4,000 times in one second when she said that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so then the next week he was like, yeah, I think we should leave. I'm ready to leave the Aww. experiment. I mean, he did say it was because maybe he realised that he didn't find her uh, attractive, which unfortunately... After he'd had sex with yeah. yeah. Interesting. And he, he, and he said it at a dinner party to the other lads and she overheard him. So even as nice as he was and everything, he didn't quite play that the right way. No, uh, there's I a th- better way to go about that, isn't Yeah, there? it's just send her a text and disappear into the night. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that naive, like you kind of play that off as being that naive. Like it's still horrific the way he's treated women. And they were treated Lauren particularly. And, but it's interesting with her when she talks about uh, the... Because she throws them in at the deep end like they have sex and then she's mm-hmm. straight in with the swinging and threesomes. Yeah. And it's like... Is just, that not what you do? Uh, do you wait don't a few use days? me as the barometer for <laughs> is what we'll learn very quickly. I mean, obviously I, do you know what I mean? That's what's written on my business cards. That I have. <laughs> the uh, yeah, tattooed on your face. <laughs> all the time. Not even written, just the drawings of. Yeah. <laughs> Got a flick book sometimes, just if they want a bit of animation. Didn't Chris Martin do that to, um, oh, what's her name from the Hunger Games? Going, oh, um, lo- Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. What do you mean? So when he, when he consciously uncoupled from Gwyneth. <laughs> Do you remember uh-huh, that? Yeah. They consciously uncoupled. They broke up, and that's yeah. what they call it. That's a very married at first sight phrase, that. Yeah. Is it? Do they use co- that, do they? No, but it's, it could easily it fit could in, like, fit, a conscious definitely. uncoupling. Yeah, they should use that. So, apparently, he took thingy thing, Jennifer, Lawrence. Out, f- out for a meal, and uh, gave her a book yeah. to show how enlightened he was about, like, the female body, but it was all oh just about a fanny, and she just felt really awkward. What, was that a like, Judy Bloom book or <laughs> <laughs> Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> no, I don't know. It was vague. The book title, they didn't give the title, but... He drew it himself. It was his own oh, book. Oh, was it? No, was it that? No, I don't no, know. No, there was something about he'd... Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to find out for next time. To... Find out. Chris Martin was someone who was a virgin for longer than you'd think. Was he? He was like early 20s. 
Was he? Yeah. That, what, long, for longer than you'd think. Really? <laughs> like, no, well, because you just assume because of how the world works that most men lose their virginity. Yeah, he was like middle class and he's like, he's been... Oh, so the world's even less in his favour. He's no. middle class and a man, like... Yeah, but he'll have... Yeah, he won't have been like behind the bike sheds in the school at 13 because it wasn't that type of school he went to. And just he's, he's just so dweeby. Yeah. He was too busy writing vaguely spiritual lyrics <laughs> to, to be up to all that. No, I just assume, like, if you can play guitar, you can... Yeah. <laughs> you can what, finger someone? <laughs> well, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They say something about yours in the next relationship there, Kelly. <laughs> Well, yeah, um, I know it's interesting because I mean, when I very first met him, it was it was at a show. So I was sat in the auditorium because um, I was understudying somebody in this show, and he walked on the stage for a sound check. So I so the first time I saw him was with a guitar. So I don't know. Would I have looked twice if he didn't have his instrument with him? We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that a look that does it for you, like a guitar? Uh, not anymore. No, no, it's a. Uh, I like somebody that has something about them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't get those people who, like you were saying, he should have just got a hobby about, what's his name? Matt. Matt. I like somebody that's got something that they're passionate about. That could be a guitar. That could be something else. So maybe yeah. that unsporting thing. It's a bit of charisma when someone walks into a room yeah. is always what I've found. Well, something somebody who's passionate and has something about them, how would you feel if you were instantly married to someone and then on their wedding day they told you that they were a professional stripper? Is that one of these couples? It is. It's Innes and Bronson. She found out on the wedding day. Well, she walked up to the altar. He had a had her eyebrow piercing. Oh, I saw that bit and, and she said, take it out Yeah, yeah can we do something about your eyebrow piercing? And then later on in the day, talking about their work and stuff, he told her that he's a, he's a stripper. And she's saying, I can never have the... Uh, father and my children be a stripper. Mm. So how would you feel about that? He's very rich. They made a they made a point of that early on. It wouldn't be the stripping that would bug me. It would be the environment he'd be in. It would be hen parties and it would be other women and it would be like it, his whole job would be flirting, wouldn't it? Like yeah. that's what I would struggle with more than the fact he took his clothes off. Well, my partner was struggling with the fact that every morning when she woke up, when Innes woke up and was just <laughs> sat there having a having a coffee. He was doing some stretching exercises next to her and doing handstands and all sorts of stuff. Oh and he's like, God. and he's in good nick and everything. Is, but yeah. it's like, mate, it's seven thirty. Yeah, uh, just just put some clothes on and watch fucking GMTV or yeah, whatever you know. Yeah, yeah, that's like the extreme of having something that uh, that you care about, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, that's his whole identity. I also, um, he had a tattoo on his stomach. Which they had to blur out for the entirety of the series, as long as he was in it. When, well, when he had his shirt off, which was very, very often. Um, and I made the mistake of I meant to look up what his what his oh, tattoo. What do you think it is? It, well, it must be something extremely profane, probably anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. I reckon it's Matt losing his virginity to Lauren <laughs> while in blackface. Blackface. What's blackface? Yeah. What's blackface? Well, ironically, it's ironic that you asked that, considering you've come in blackface. What is it? No, it's when when uh, white people black up. Oh, to... I thought blackface was a program. <laughs> like they were in blackface, the program. Oh, right, okay, I got it That's now. It, Ricky Gervais's new sitcom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm there now. You got it. I've caught up now. Sorry. Good. I'm glad you're on yeah. board. 
So you won't be too fussed about about his actual work. It's just the, the well, yeah, yeah, and that that kind of you'd just be constantly expecting him to cheat, wouldn't you? I would. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we find out what Bronson's tattoo was? Yes, Go on, then. definitely. Definitely. Let's have a look. So where was it blurred out, Omar? On his on his uh, stomach. Uh, you see, I can't read it. It's just done something. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't tell you. Hang on. Let's Maybe it's just don't fuck it up like RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think he's a big RuPaul fan? Wouldn't surprise me. Who isn't? The thing I had with Bronson is that he's an absolute simpleton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> simpleton, yeah. I love that word. Well, yeah, it's remarkable that he was in it and he was being cheated on. And we watched that whole process for, you know, a number of weeks because Married at First Sight Australia goes on for about four years each series. It's really long. Yeah. And we saw so much footage of him. And I know so little about him. He just had zero personality. Yeah, well, even in the final episode, when she was on the sofa talking about her feelings for Sam, he still didn't quite seem to know what was going on. Yeah. It was like, oh, she may have cheated on me, but I don't know if I'm bothered about it. That's what his face yeah. said. Yeah. But he went in and just telling that what he watched on telly that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she'd been having ah. it with Sam. And he just kept thinking like... Um, yeah, things we're going at our own pace. It's going slowly. Yeah, we're living in separate rooms and separate separate apartments oh. in the complex. But yeah, it's going it's slowly. Go- yeah. yeah, a little bit slow. I think she could have brought Sam to bed with Annie B. Yeah, she just wanted some company. <laughs> like, it was nice. Just- the thing about her and Sam was when they went met up for an illicit drink, and afterwards they were going, "Oh yeah, the conversation just flows so easily." And they'd show a snippet of conversation, and Sam would be going, "They'd be at a bar, and there'd be some olives there on the table." They go, "Oh yeah, I like olives." She go, "Oh god." Yeah, I like olives too. <laughs> Riveting, Fucking, yeah, scintillating <laughs> chat. Oh my god, this is uh, you know the most the best flirting I've ever seen. Yeah, I do think as well. Like this might be a bit anti-feminist to say, but both Elizabeth and Innes were saying like he'd promised them the world, and he was obviously a horrible human being. But in the footage that we saw, he wasn't promising them the world. Like, I think mm-hmm. you could totally read through. He does sort of string facade. them along a bit, a little bit. Let's saw Elizabeth, like with Innes, yeah. he is pretty much saying, like, oh, we'll get together after this. Oh, he did. Which is why, because he drops mm. her like a sack of shit. Yeah. And mm. she's gone. And But he is representative of a man type that I have met so many times. Like, he oh, just yeah. likes the chase and then he's bored. Yeah. Well, I think it was interesting that one of the other, the other couples, um, Mike and Heidi, Mike, who was an older man, like forty-two or yes. something, was clearly the, from the same cloth yes, as he Sam, was. and he just totally tried to defend His Sam. Mansplaining, yeah. When he was like, "Elizabeth, come on, he's not here to defend himself," and yeah. I was just like, "Shut up!" And you know, <laughs> you know that Mike, before he went on that program, was just out in Thailand for a couple of months, shagging as many twenty-year-olds as he could. I've got, got to get out of my system. I've, I need to, I need to settle down. Need to settle down. And yeah. then it, he sees Sam, and he's just like, "Yeah, mate, go on." Like, yeah. yeah. That's exactly totally what insane. it came across like. Well, he's an absolute piece of shit, Mike. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's the that worst. bit of footage, because so obviously I'm kind of coming at it from a weird angle because I hadn't watched Mike and Heidi's relationship evolve. Mm-hmm. All I could see was two two people sat on either ends of the sofa who clearly still had some kind of crazy chemistry going on. Mm-hmm. And she just kept saying, it went bad. It went bad. And I'm thinking, what the hell happened? Like, well, Mike hates and then, women. Well, yeah. He, they showed that footage on the beach. And I, 
I'm still in shock. The when, first week that was. Oh my he god! Says, like he's not a therapist. When she says and get to she, the point. Uh, yeah, she opens up and she's like, "I was in foster care. I yeah. always felt like there wasn't a place for me." And he just went, "I'm not your therapist." And I honestly, I felt that like a sucker punch to the gut because it's like it's massive to open up to somebody like that, isn't it? And then to just be shut down. Oh, he's an awful, awful, awful prick. <laughs> yeah. Horrible man. Heidi's the best one as well. Yeah, she's my favourite. Yeah, like <gasps> yeah. she's far and away the one if I was going to marry one of them. Right, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I don't just want to defend Mike because he hates women, and I and I share a lot of that stance. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, to play devil's advocate, I bet Heidi was was also quite hard work. She's oh, nice yeah. and I like yeah. her, but she's like one incident which sparked a lot of debate in my household was <laughs> the time when. Mike went Mike went out for food for them both and he came back with, just with food for himself <gasps> and we never saw the incident or the argument but it was spoken about at the commitment ceremony my partner lost her mind oh my god I can't think of anything worse well I said look we don't know the details of that situation Heidi I suspect is quite picky she's she's vegan you know yeah. maybe this takeaway place they didn't have the specific meal she wanted he didn't want to get her something he didn't know if she'd like it so he came back you know, maybe there were mitigating circumstances. Sounds a lot like mansplaining, Omar. Not going to oh, lie. For, for, for putting that position forward, I was labelled a fucking idiot. <laughs> but I wouldn't do that. Like, if I go out and I get... I've never bought food just for me. No. I will always get, like, Rebecca something. Even if yeah. it's not the thing she wants, I'll get her, like, something else. Yeah. You can't come back with just... No. Nah. Something for you. That, What's that? Absolutely not. Yeah. I've never, ever, ever, ever done it. What about what about if on your honeymoon you find out that your new bride is seasick and then for your final date three months later, your plan for the most romantic final date is a trip on a boat? <gasps> is that, who's that? Who's that? that was Mike me. and Heidi. Oh my God. I think that's habit though, because he used to, when he gets bored of 20-year-old women, just throwing them out at sea. Just being like, I'm done yeah. with you now. He's horrible. And it's always, you can tell he's a proper creep. Yeah, you it's can. always young women. Yeah, you can. Mm. You can. Well, when he was speaking about Jessica, who I don't like Jessica, but she did manage to beat him in a debate. Did um, she? Yeah, yeah, when he was um, he was going on about a trout pout and all this sort of stuff, and she was saying that's a mean thing to say. And he said, "Look, I don't didn't know it's an insult. I'm not part of your millennial generation. You know, I'm older than you." And she said, "You're old enough to know when you're insulting someone." <gasps> I like it. Like, it. Well yeah, done. Wow, I don't like Jessica, but she you, you're not as good as at debate and, and um, argument as you think you are, Mike. Yeah. It, uh, the thing is, he is a dickhead, but I did think like he is trying to like commit to this relationship and it's not working and he's maybe sometimes you know he's messing it up for himself but he did sometimes win me around because I thought he is trying he is trying to put that life of being a player behind him whereas you compare him to someone like Sam who is the same but younger he's clearly not bothered about committing to, to the relationship like he just went on there to play around and stuff yeah see I don't think Mike did put it behind him because I think Mike was he hated Jessica because he couldn't he, have her yeah that's exactly what it was yeah. she was his type because she was younger and that was the look that he wanted yeah so he put all of that on her and like you can try for a bit because he knows there's an end point so he's like oh well I might as well try with Heidi so I don't look like a bad guy yeah. so that when I'm lost, leching on 23 year old women in, in the club yeah after you know I don't think he was I don't think he was trying with Heidi to appear I think he was genuinely trying I think at times he was, but he's a hundred percent a creep. Just yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't. Argue the bit that. that got me was when so Heidi and Mike we've had a look back at their relationship, which was excruciating and heartbreaking. <laughs> Imagine sitting there watching your relationship play out. But anyway, they signed up for the experiment. So, but when they said to him, "So, did you love her?" and he said, "Yeah, I did. Do you still love her?" 
yes, I do. And then they went across to her. Did you love him? Yes. Do you still? No. And he looked utterly yeah. broken. Well, and he, what did he say? I've written it down. I'm a bit sad to talk. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm That's his pride that hurts, though, because <laughs> he just doesn't expect a woman to say that. I know. He can't in his head understand mm. why a woman wouldn't love him. The, yeah, um, the I o- can. The, <laughs> the other... the the. Drop in the album was a big thing because he'd never told a woman that that um, he loved them before. And then at one point he was out for drinks with Heidi, and he said to her, "Yeah, I've never said that to anyone, but the way this is going so far, I think I could try falling in love with you." Oh my god, <laughs> it was That's horrendous! Sick. It was it's horrendous. Like the worst thing you could ever say. Yeah, don't te- don't tease me, mate. Either put it in or don't. Yeah. <laughs> When's too soon, though? Have you ever had somebody say it really early on? It's quite scary. Well, for mm. early on, let's come to Jessica and Dan. Oh. Because I don't know if you they have popped up in the highlights episodes that you've watched, Kelly. But when she says that she loves him. Yeah. What does he say? Well, he just kind of like... Uh, uh, yeah, he goes... Yeah? <laughs> 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 just makes a noise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's got to be like, do you love me? And he's oh, like... No. Yeah. Oh, it was the yeah. honesty box yeah. questions. That so was it's going around the table and then they answer questions. And... Oh, no. Oh, it was... It, yeah, it was very cringy. The thing is, like... Um, Dan of Dan and Tamara. Tam- we never got to know Tamara because she was just another cheated, yeah. you know, woman. But um, I get that they all found Dan very attractive, but he's another one who was so dull. Yeah. yeah. Extraordinarily dull. I don't dull. get that at all. Like- and they split up Jessica and Dan. When, when Dan found out that um, Jessica had basically tried to flirt with all the other men yeah. on the show so she wouldn't end up leaving, she kept poor Mick who was the most Australian man. Oh, my God, he uh, was like, what's his face from Crocodile Dundee, wasn't he? Crocodile Paul Dundee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she kept him there for, for weeks and weeks, away from his lovely sheep. I know. Um, away from his best man, who I don't know if you will have seen him. I but, did see that bit. Oh, God. He's, his best man's speech was all about them taking Viagra and shagging prostitutes, which is not probably the ideal no and then her dad was like some scary boxer wasn't he and he was like i don't want him with my daughter and yeah it was like um she kept she kept mick there and you know flirted with nick oh we've not even come to nick and cyrell um and then yeah that when dan found out about that a couple of days after the series finished they split up oh is that what happened i mean i'm I'm not surprised because it just looked like it was going that way from what I saw last night. Well, it's when Mick says, like, when it comes out about Dan and Jessica, and then Mick's obviously fuming, and, like, even thinking about it, I just felt so bad for him, because yeah. he's so angry, yeah. and you can he just wants to yeah. fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> like, he can it. It's yeah. just like, oh. And it's that, because he's just there, he's seething, seething yeah. is the word I'd use. That's just wasted his time, and then he says goodbye to everyone, he even gives Dan a hug and just goes, like... The, what um, are you doing? The thing, the experts there again, coming back to the integrity of the experiment, they go and have a twenty-minute debate about whether they should <laughs> let um, Dan and Jessica continue as a couple, and they say they they, they do obviously because it's good for ratings, which is the reason they they let them do it. 
But um, their justification was, well, we don't we don't want to meddle in the experiment. We need things, people, relationships to develop organically. It's like, the fuck are you talking about? You meddle every week. Yeah. You, know, you have a counselling session yeah. with them. You put these people together in the first place. Yeah. Like, yeah. All three of them should be locked up like the experts. Yeah. I think what they're doing is like, I would say they should be struck off, but none of them have got any qualifications. That's what I was going to say. Cause I, so that wasn't clear to me. What are their credentials? Like, why are they there? One of them is a cricketer. <laughs> and I think it's just like, oh well, I had it off. I had it off in Lance glasses. <laughs> Bloody relationship expert, mate. Yeah. So that's him. And then the other two, I think, have probably got like one of them did psychology at sixth form, maybe. Right. Yeah. And the other yeah. one has read a book. Yeah. Seen a lot of rom coms. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrific though because they're not giving good advice and they're not helping. No. And, and they state the obvious hand. a lot. Yeah. Although I did enjoy John's intervention with um, Billy and Susie, who were a couple who came in halfway through, really didn't like each other. Their criticisms of each other were very good, um, (laughs) very accurate, but they're both bad people. He was extremely clingy, and she was really (laughs) patronising. Oh, I need to look back on them. Billy and Susie are incredible because okay. Billy has a full breakdown. Oh, yes. <laughs> the, when he leaves, he leaves him barefoot and he's keep coming in and out of the house. And it's, she tips him over the edge. He leaves barefoot. That is the mark. She crushes, of a yeah. Or if you're wandering around barefoot <laughs> out, outside the house, just wandering about. In Australia, where there's spiders and stuff that can kill Good you. Good point. Good point. Danny Minogue crawling about the floor. You don't want to stand on her barefoot. Carl Kennedy. She's a, he comes back in after he's and he tries to have a, a grandiose exit by belittling her, but his oh, his delivery it's like I've seen I've seen better at, at first time open mic nights oh. where he's going you beauty doesn't last forever, <coughs> my dear. Your looks are gonna they're gonna fade one day, and so you know put that in your pipe, and, oh, then, no. and then he storms out and has to come back for his protein powder. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was it was very very embarrassing. He also um he lived in a very expensive house with his roommate who took photos of him for a naked calendar. That was all very suspect. That's odd. <laughs> They've all lived very suspect lives. I think that's the one thing going through them all. Yeah. None of them again, this is where you go, How are you experts at the not when you shouldn't be doing this? <laughs> and you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Well This is isn't f- the format for you. The format yeah. for you is Love Island. Yeah. <laughs> The reason I brought up Billy and Susie there was was with the experts of the of her patronising um, Billy, Susie patronising Billy on in their session. John just had to stop and say, "I've got to interrupt here because this is just doing my head in." <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. In his professional opinion, <laughs> yeah. you're both being dicks, so <laughs> fucking pack it in. <laughs> so that popular Sigmund Freud quote that in it. He did say that a lot. He did. <laughs> You bloody (laughs) drongas. So looking at other couples, Mark and Ning were another one who sort of made it through at the end. Ah, yes. That was brutal where he, at the the vows there, where he had to say... um, you know, I love you, but I'm not. Uh, we're not going to carry on. And he was trying to be complimentary to her, and she was like, "I oh, just stop because this is all. This is all bullshit." But the thing is, she'd kind of. The, the big thing in their relationship was the intimacy, the shagging. You know, what was, were they good at it or not? Well, they didn't do it for so Ever? for so long that then it became a thing that they oh. hadn't done it. But well, they were getting quite close, and then she got a phone call. <laughs> 
<laughs> she t- answered the phone. Was it a pal though? Was it one of them where you're like, ring me in five minutes? No? No, oh. she was on the phone for a while, so he ended oh. up... Said he went to sleep, but yeah, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, and then the problem was because then he was thinking of leaving. They were so close to the end that then, even though they had a romantic little getaway in this rainforest type environment, it was it was beautiful. They were like, and they were, you know, this is set up to have sex. But the thing is, he was thinking of leaving. So to his credit, he didn't want to sleep with her. Oh, that's and then, fair play. Yeah, and then not go through with the wedding. You know, so. It was. Uh, I think he did the right thing there, but it just became too much of a thing. I saw a weird clip of their initial wedding ceremony where does he try to touch her arms and she's yes. like, yeah, she oh, she's really out. standoffish and she's really cold for the first few weeks. Oh. They have such an up and down relationship. And then she says at the dinner party, she's like, I know if he comes in with a beard, I know what his feelings about me are. And I thought, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't seen this. <laughs> like, what does a beard symbolise? Which, I she, don't know, to be honest. I don't, they must have had some she, secret conversation. I know she said it, but I think she meant that he would have gotten over her because she didn't like him with a beard. Right, okay. I think. Okay. But it was never, it was never really made, made clear, that bit. I mean, I get it, because when Nick's really annoyed at me, he grows weird facial hair. It's something he does. He puts Hank Williams on and really annoying old country songs and starts growing facial hair. That's extraordinarily passive-aggressive. Isn't it? <laughs> and, it and, and the more cross he is, the more like elaborate it'll be in the way that he kind of carves it. It's so much effort, can't you just have a conversation with you? God, no. Not when you're married with two children. You've got to keep things going. And just show your spite in other ways. <laughs> um, what we haven't got to yet is probably like the... I mean, I know we've touched on a lot of the drama... But this is the thing with Married at First Sight Australia. When you think the drama's finished, another <gasps> thing will kick off. We've not even spoken about Nick and Nick and Tyrell and the the various the, the fights and the the rivalry with Martha and Michael. Who's Michael seems like a nice guy. I think he's someone else who would have oh, just. Oh, but he's a bit of a flake, isn't he? Yeah, he got swept along too much in Yes. Yeah. I think know. he would have been fine with anyone because he's so laid back. Yeah. But he's on Martha's. You know, he's got to yeah. be on Martha's side because he's married to her. But yeah, Cyrell was Cyrell was amazing. I thought I loved her. She, she was, was brilliant. Favorite. And for one week of every month, I am her. I've just like to say <laughs> the other three weeks, I'm quite nice. But I like the way she just spoke in memes continually. Oh, yeah. Like I am who I am. You can like it or lump it. It's uh, just meme after meme. She she is just a living meme. Everything she said <laughs> was just so quotable. But, but I did like her though. Oh, fa- she was great. My favourite one was was to Sam. You ain't King Dingaling. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Her brother as well needs oh to mention. Oh my God. I tweeted Nick, um, you know, because we're best buds now. Yeah. And uh, he, he likes my tweet. Well, he liked my tweet anyway, because I said, He well, likes me now. Well, well <laughs> done for not kicking the shit out of Cyril's brother. He's got about two feet on him and about four stone of muscle. I don't know why he didn't just batter. What was he doing then? Because I didn't see that bit. Just sticking his nose in, so he didn't like Nick. The when they go to each other's family's houses, like he was like, he, well, essentially just saying like, you need to leave. Like, yeah, you, you, I don't think you're in it for the right reasons. You're not committed to to my sister. It's like, well, your sister's a bit mental, yeah. and we have a row every week, and she packs her bags and then says that I'm ready to leave at the drop of a hat. It's not the drop of a hat. She's like freaking nearly tried to attack one of the other girls. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm a pretty laid back, chill kind of guy. I don't fucking need this. Yeah, and you're th- and then the brothers going to him. Oh, you need to get your shit and basically fuck off. <laughs> it's, like, it's a brilliant uh, delivery. You need to yeah, pack your shit and 
basically fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nick seemed fairly decent from the bits that I saw last night. Yeah, he, he seems like a good lad, Nick. Yeah. We, the, when we, you probably won't have known about this from um, just seeing the recaps. Early on, on their honeymoon, we thought the big uh, hurdle in Nick and Tyrell's relationship was going to be talking about kids because he had testicular cancer. Uh, so he had, had to have an operation. And the complication of the operation was that um, he ejaculates into his stomach. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no mess. I don't know whether that's like, that's quite good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like he just had, wow. I, weird though. It ended up, oh, just so being weird. A, ended up just being a minor footnote. <laughs> yeah. It's a bizarre, once you get that in your Wait, head. Wait, I need to like, think about this now. Would it be easier if I used the phrase, he has a cummy tummy? <laughs> <laughs> but she never will, which is quite sad for her. Oh. Well, no? funnily enough, <laughs> oh, she absolutely like did. She did, because she's since had a baby. And oh. her and Nick are still friends, so she had it with someone else. But they're still yeah, quite she, close. She had a baby with uh, an Australian rugby league player, like, Rugby league there is like the premiership football here. They're, they're right. superstars. So it's ironic that with a rivalry with Martha, who was sort of the Instagrammy wannabe yeah. Kardashian type, Cyrell ended up having that sort of celebrity Oh, I'm pleased celebrity for her. Life. Smoking, you know, just chain smoking. Like, fucking fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she seems to have a good, good, uh, good time. <laughs> She's great, Cyrell. No, I did. I liked it. Rebecca I identified with her as well, yeah. for the same reason, one week a month. It's yeah, like... one week a month that I am just her. It's, uh, yeah. But she just seemed to be kind of like it all the time. Yeah. Like she was... took no shit. No. Uh, the, the apology, and I put that in uh, in quotation marks, that she gave Martha for attempting to throw a bowl of potpourri or something at her head, was the best apology I've ever seen, because it was just so insincere. Um, and Martha didn't want want that apology either. She just stood there, arms folded, like, yeah, I don't, I don't care that you're apologising to me. <laughs> so Cyril was basically just saying, yeah, I'm sorry about it, but, you know, I do what I feel, and that came from the heart. <laughs> so I wish that bowl of potpourri had lodged in your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's just like okay well I don't care about your apology then so just have the door ready for me yeah. on, the, on the way out it was brilliant yeah because um, Martha's apology to Cyrell at the dinner party oh god so the words were I'm sorry but the tone was literally you like yeah. wasn't it yeah. it's just I'm here because I need to apologise I'm embarrassed about what I've done but the tone was just I couldn't give I love Cyrell's response of your apology was as fake as your boobs <laughs> 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 Again, meme. <laughs> she has just full meme constantly. Yeah, like, she is. Meme mode activated her opening lines every morning and then just on it. I've got a question for you both, actually. If you were in the experiment, which woman would you want to see walking up the aisle toward you? From this group of women. From this group of women. I think Heidi's the best, but like if... So do I. I, was, I think me and her would have a nice marriage. She also, her hair is what Rebecca's hair looked like when I first met Rebecca. Oh, that's beautiful hair. Yeah. It's very, I think you'd have a laugh. Like, she's hard work. Yeah. But like... That's all right. All the best things I, are. I manage it now, so... Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, that's, a, that's a difficult one, because I don't, don't particularly like any of them. 
This is the beauty of Married at First Sight Australia. It's just you can instantly judge people and, and really hate them with the full depth of your heart um, and then forget about them two seconds <laughs> later. But I think, you know, like I said, never got to know her, but I quite like Tamara. Yeah. Uh, I think there was, there was more to her, but she, again, we, all we got to see of her was just just Dan being in the background on the phone to Jessica. So. Yeah. Well, she she makes you be a laugh tomorrow. Yeah. She, she, she always seems to get too drunk at the dinner parties, <laughs> which, is, which is good. And I think uh, for Heidi, who didn't seem to drink, those dinner parties must have been brutal. When oh people my God, were going, she didn't drink. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't do that. It's, not, it's a nightmare when you're not drinking on a yeah, night out is. and people just, just, I don't like people anyway. And yeah. if I'm not drinking and they're getting more drunk, I'm just like, fucking hell. But she loses the only benefit, because normally if you go out and you're the one not drinking, you remember everything. Yeah. Ah, Which is an awful person to be. I hear that person when you come yeah. out of the group. But, like, you go out and you remember everything. But she didn't need to, because there's cameras there. So yeah. there was no benefit yeah, there for wasn't. her. To... But she did have a lovely flat stomach. She did? Which you don't get if you drink a lot. No. It showed so off in I've an heard. orange dress, which was another favourite of the series. She was very um, Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, she was. She's had really, in her like, build and dress her hair really well. And everything. Well, that's where Beggar summed it up by saying someone once told her, Oh, you look like Carrie Bradshaw. And she very much took that and ran with it. <laughs> yeah, good, you would. Yeah. I, I wonder about, like, just with the dinner parties, you know, when, like, Jessica's having that conversation with Nick about trying to chat him up, basically. Um, or people are going off to these little secret. There's one room where they, they have cameras because they're being filmed. But other people presumably aren't allowed in. So if Jessica and Nick aren't at the table, or Jessica and Dan aren't at the table, and you see that that door to that other room is shut, surely it's just basically saying they're in there having a chat. Yeah. So they'll that- trick them, though. I think I reckon they'll say things like, "Oh, we need to borrow you two for they check your make, sort of do something that hasn't worked." Oh, right. I think it'll be the TV producers yeah. being really clever. Like there's rumours that some stuff get done like two or three times, like the retake right. things. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and and also this is another thing that we were talking about. Me, me and Claire, my partner, was um, as Jules and Cam were going on, they ended the series by him proposing. That so was it's weird. Like, what's the legality of the of the marriage? Oh, it's not. So that's why they call it an experiment. So the American version, they did legally get married, and oh. it is excellent. But this one, they don't legally get married. They get married and they have the ceremony, but they're not legally married. Right. Okay. So it's that's why they call it an experiment ah, now because right, okay. it went awry. Yeah, a few I thought times. that was weird. It's like, oh, he's proposing. I'm like, eh. But yeah, so it's because they married six weeks ago, not like, legally. Right. So now okay. they're going let's legally cement this. So the experiment is to see what it's like if you married someone yeah. at first sight. So, so that's just a, an experiment. So that awkward dancing in silence was for nothing, nothing. legally. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Did their first dance kick in at any point? I don't think so. Imagine you're the DJ there and you finally plug the lead in or whatever and they're halfway through their awkward dance and you're like, well, do I play? Wake me up before you go, go now or, or not? I don't know. <laughs> it's probably better without music though, because like having to dance to a song with someone, like what if they've got awful taste in music? What if he's doing? Like, yeah, and who chooses? Thing? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You do your first dance, but you're not actually a couple yet. You haven't met before. The list that's longest for our wedding is songs that Becker is vetoed that I can't have for first dance. Yeah. I want to have it with just Bono's bit of Band Aid. <laughs> yes, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile shoes has been vetoed. <laughs> Any songs of Greece too, obviously, have been vetoed. Yeah. Becca's really into death metal, though, so we might just do something they like just throw down. Yeah, do something cool. Yeah. It's intri- I would have I would have put you as... Knowing a little bit about your musical taste, I would have almost guaranteed it would be something from the Black Parade on My Chemical Romance. 
I see. I know, like I did used to like that band, but that album's not very good. And also because I used to look exactly like the bass player from that band. <laughs> really? And they released figures once. This is all the side. Uh, they released my couple romance figures, right? And it looked so much like me that in the year two thousand two, I literally had my own figure on the shelves. But obviously, wow. I had my name on. Yeah, but it looked but exactly, it looked exactly like, just cool. exactly like us. Omar, are you and Claire gonna have a first dance? No. Just no. 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 I mean, I I wouldn't mind doing it, but. Um, Claire's not. Uh, she's she's a bit shy about stuff like that. Doesn't that's... want to be seen with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just not really, not really. Oh, that's for fair us, enough. You should do what you want to do. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate. That. I mean, you could dance on your own. God, that's even worse than dancing. <laughs> <you can. laughs> I, I can get up and do f- five minutes of stand up. <laughs> yeah. Which is, uh, I've sort of planned my little speech already. Been working There's on it. There's a lot in the of shower. pressure on you when you, I'm saying it like you two are marrying each other, but when you both marry separately, because mm-hmm. people will be expecting your speeches to be good because you're stand ups. Again, I've had warnings on that. Don't make it about me. <laughs> that's As the main if you one. Would. I wouldn't, though. Don't make it funny. That's one. Oh, what? what? Like, not too. Oh, there's like funny and then there's like. Yeah. But does she not understand it's hard for us to rein it in? Yeah. <laughs> You've got to let loose. When we're such natural talents. Exactly. And like, no skits. No. Yeah, just. Because she said make it funny, but like, just, you know what you like, was I think how yeah. she described it. Which is fair enough. She could do the speech, maybe. Uh, I think Jimmy Neal should do the speech. <laughs> yeah. I reckon I'll be best friends with him by then. <laughs> should just do that, do a podcast about how Jimmy Neal sparks broads. <laughs> Be, I mean, this is all coming out, but he'd be good on this. Before we move on, I've just uh, thought something else. <laughs> That's it, all my Marina's back in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we get onto the Grease 2 section of the podcast. <laughs> Before we move on, there was something I wanted to ask you, Kelly, actually. The final dinner party where you see Martha throw the wine over Cyrell yeah. and then what Cyrell throws wine over Martha's white dress. Have you ever been, been sloshed? No, I haven't. I'm sorry, that's really boring, isn't it? I haven't. My mum threw a drink over someone uh, that was flirting with my dad because my dad used to play guitar. I know, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> my dad used to play guitar in a band and my mum used to go watch him. And there was, my mum tells the story that this woman was like, oh, Jim, oh, Jim, and falling all over him. So she just poured a drink over her. Oh, my God. I know. Good. Right. I'm a massive <laughs> fan of a swilling me, like, just... <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that guy's a huge fan of one as well. She's swilled a lot of people. Has she? Aye. She's never... thrown full glasses at people in the past. Oh my god! I've thrown one over Nick. <sighs> yeah, yeah, but that was. I thought it would be funny. It didn't go down well. Well, that's why when like the um when all the uh... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hang on, we need more context. <laughs> well, it would be we're fun. at a gig, right? Uh, I'd had too much to drink. We'd finished our set, and I was down in drinks, and. Um, we were sort of have like a jokey, jokey argument, sort of joking, sort of not. And I just went, oh, shut up. And I got my drink and just sloshed it over him. Yeah. But, oh. Is he not happy? No, not at all. And then I tried to help by undoing the buttons on his shirt, but because I was so drunk, I ripped them. So the next day I was like at a dry cleaners, getting the buttons stitched back on. Like, yeah, it didn't, go, didn't work. Oh, God. That was a bad idea. Yeah, it was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. I've learnt my lesson. Well, I think the... Um the, the swilling is is a thing there where, like, if that was blokes, they just hit each other. Whereas yeah. the throwing the wine over Cyrell and then running off, and then Cyrell running afterwards to throw wine over. Yeah. over. I think Cyrell is someone who would get punchy, though, obviously. Yes, yeah, she would. <laughs> oh, yeah. If she could have got an arm's, arm's reach. Yes, yeah, she would. Yeah. 
Should have, would have been that potpourri bowl all over again. Say Raul goes straight for hair as well. Yeah. Like young weaves coming out if you get yeah. fight with Yeah, <laughs> definitely. There's something quite primal about her, isn't there? Like, I'm just going to say what I think <laughs> all the time. I think yeah. we all need to embrace it in our Cyril a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, let's get t-shirts done. <laughs> I can't. I just want a quiet life, though. I can't. I just. I just enjoy <laughs> passive aggression and talking behind people's backs. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when people when you do that and then people find out and they go oh well well you you haven't got, you didn't want to say it to my face like no I didn't want to say it no, to your face it's only behind your back for a reason yeah no I know yeah or people used to watch Big Brother and be like oh well at least so and so's honest what it's mean just bitch about them behind the back <laughs> it's the phrase when people are like oh I tell it like it is oh uh, yeah you're a dick Mike deal with it <laughs> yeah yeah you've got no tact yeah yeah no filter. So we've had a look at all the couples from the last season of Married to First Sight Australia. Go through some best moments. Who was your best couple, Kelly? In terms of entertainment or in terms of just who you liked the most? Uh, so uh, uh, this is all based on the one episode that I saw last night. But um, I liked Cyrell and Nick because he just seemed thoroughly decent. I loved her crazy meme energy. Um, Heidi and Mike I found really intriguing because I just, he's like, he's so lacking empathy. He just seems like a robot and she seemed mint and I was just, yeah. So those two couples. Nice. What about you, Omar? Yeah, it's hard for me to, to look past Heidi and Mike. I mean, obviously there was lots of drama and everything, but just in terms of an actual relationship, that they were there for a long time. There wasn't any unnecessary drama in terms of although Mike is a creep of any infidelity or anything like that um, so it was just interesting to see how a once former player cannot change his spots in terms of you yeah. know being, changing his, his manner of dealing with women yeah things. so I think that was the most interesting one for me yeah I think an underrated one for me was Susie and Billy Really? Yeah, I think they were really, like, they didn't get enough, because they came in later, they didn't get enough screen time, but she breaks him, and it's magnificent. (laughs) But the thing is, he he allows himself to be broken, he's a very weak man. Yeah, he cries all the time, he's soft as shit. (laughs) But it's just, it's that thing that he talked about before when he comes back, he's like, yeah, well, well, you're not, you're not very (laughs) nice as a woman, and one day, one day, people will say you're not very nice, darling. (laughs) Yeah, my dear. Oh, God. The, um... Another thing she would accuse him of is constantly telling white lies. But an example of his supposed <laughs> white lies was she wanted sweetener in a coffee. And he said, I think my roommate's got some. I'll look in the pantry. They have a pantry because, as I say, the house they lived in was very expensive. And he's in there for five minutes and he can't find the sweetener. And he goes, oh, sorry, I guess we don't have any. And she said that was a white lie. How was that a white lie? It was bizarre. He said, oh, yeah, when, uh, last time I went surfing was uh, a few months ago. And then it transpires it was over a year ago. And instead of him just going, oh, yeah, I misspoke or I misremembered because, you know, whatever, it was a while ago. He sort of acknowledged that as being a lie. That's not a lie. Well, we've got to remember, though, they are Australian and it is surfing. It means a different thing. Right. It's it's like a religion. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. It's like saying you've not watched Crocodile Dundee too. They're like, get right out of town. (laughs) Oh, also, I'm glad we've come back to them as a couple, actually, because there was something I wanted to bring up. Her baby, she had a she had a child. Her baby was called Baby. Oh, that's weird. Like from Dirty Dancing. Yeah, but even Baby's name in Dirty Dancing isn't Baby. That's like a child that I just met out there who's got a zebra and it calls it zebra. But that's what babies do. You can't yeah. do that when you're a grown up woman having a child. That's weird. A lot of them had tattoos of the kids' faces on them as well. 
that creeps me out so much. Awful, isn't it? Yeah. Especially when, because I'm sure somebody had one of like a child that they knew that was ill or died. That's what I was going to say. That's instantly where my worst case scenario brain goes to is that child must be dead. It's awful. No. It's it's really weird. It's really weird. Yeah. And also, you, you notice people never get tattoos of the kids when the kid's like 14 or something. No. Those has to be young yeah, when they still care about them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll specifically get one of Erin when she's older because it's more of a laugh. Like, we'll do something it's stupid. so creepy if you've got yeah, a 16-year-old girl funny. on your arm. Yeah. <laughs> like, but she's me bad. Well, but I reckon that's what Mike would do if he had a kid, but it wouldn't be his 16-year-old daughter be her two mates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I'm 64 now, but come on, girls. I know. Such a weird breed of men, those. It's that thing of just, it's lecherous, Mike Mike is. So I found him one of the most interesting characters because you know exactly what type of man he is, but he thinks he's really unique and interesting. Yeah. But it's like, no, you just stop fingering 23-year-old women, you're too old. And then when when he was, uh, I remember at a dinner party when uh, they were arguing, Jessica and Mike, and it was, you know, two halves of the table arguing with each other. And he was just talking about her, but not mentioning her by name and talking loud enough that she could hear him. Mm. And then she would chip in and say, what are you saying about me? He goes, I'm not talking about you. This is philosophy. That's oh, literally what he, no. what he said. Anyone who says that when they are talking, it's philosophy <laughs> yeah. is absolutely a prick. Apart yeah. from me, because when I talk, it is, it very, is it's very, very profound, insightful, <laughs> insightful stuff. And you're welcome for being my partner today. But, but when he says it, what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> But that's because he watches Top Gear and thinks that's philosophy, doesn't he, Mike? He can tell he's <laughs> yeah. that terrible. Loves Top Gear. Yeah. He's a bit alt-right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, he just thinks be. he can't say anything these days. Yeah, that's what he'd say. He hates snowflakes. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, you know th- that's something actually I meant to, to talk about in the production of the show. It's interesting that it's only... That was aired a couple of years ago. But there's a sort of lack of diversity in yeah, it. Yeah, massively so. Like, massively so. And it, it's hard for us to judge because, I guess, it's Australia, so culturally the, the ethnic minority, like, proportions are different and yeah. everything. There's, like, some southeastern, you know, Cyrell, uh, Nings in there. Yeah. But, you know, there's there's even... even um, same-sex couples. Yeah, I was I would, thinking I, that. I sort of would have thought they would have had had a same-sex yeah. couple. Maybe that's something we'll see in the in the forthcoming series. We should do. That I did think good. when I was watching it last night, I was like, it's not a single same-sex couple. They're like, yeah. I mean, personally, I'd rather not. Not for me. But, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, just the way the world's going. Get everywhere, don't they? Get where water can't. Probably you and Mike, what conversation you have. <laughs> He's all right. You're proper harsh on him. He's all right, lad. Go out for a pint with him. I think. Oh, I think he may be the worst human I've seen on telly for a while. <laughs> yeah. Like he would be if he did go for a pint with him. He'd eye up waitresses all the time. Oh, constantly. Touch them in a like you know when like yeah. just a hand on the no, waist. You know, yeah. When he had to go past you to go to the toilet, he'd have to do that arm around the waist thing. That ah oh, just makes you want to. I bet his after shave is so strong as well. Yeah, brute. What's yeah. I like to smell nice. <laughs> <laughs> It will be like brute, won't it? Yeah. Or what's that old spice? Yeah. Dupe. <laughs> Dupe. So looking ahead to the next season then, which we're going to focus on episode by episode, we've got a lot planned. Indeed. Um, there is, I'll put this out to both of you now, there's a nice surprise in it in that one of this cast returns for the next season. Oh. So who would you most like to see back? Uh, I like Heidi. Heidi. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see her back. That'd be nice. What about you, Omar? Um, I would like to see Billy. Billy would be great. He's so he's so bizarre. 
I, I want to see more of him. I want to see what's going on in his life. I want to see if he's found his shoes. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how his, how his gains are going. He got that protein powder. It's obviously yeah. good stuff. He needed it. So. <laughs> yeah, but he'd be nice to have back, I think. He'd be good. What about you? Matthew. The I hope he's just. I, I'd love to see him come back and like you know that scene in Wainswell too when Garth lost his virginity. <laughs> he comes out and he's like, "Hello, darling." <laughs> you know what though? He's good looking lad. You know, and he's been out and about in the world a bit. He's probably turned into a bit more of a. Of he's a got a last now. Has he's he going out with someone properly? I going out with someone properly. <laughs> 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 Not just shag him and ditch him. Nah, nah. Which I would have expected of him, like what he did to Lauren. <laughs> but I thought that was a dick move on it, really. Well, just yeah. Shagging at them, being like, oh, I've just realised I don't find yeah. the attractive now. It's a bit much. I think you've been a bit unfair on it. It's a bit much going from like, I've just lost my virginity to now we're, <laughs> now we're pegging. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what pegging is. <laughs> What right value? What do you think it is? <laughs> if you had to guess now, what do you reckon pegging is? Well, a peg goes into a hole. <gasps> yes. But it's what are you putting in to what hole? Now, now that's philosophy. Or what? <laughs> <laughs> and that's as deep as I get. Yeah. That's what no, she I don't said. know. That's as far as I've got with that. Pegging. So it is something going into a hole. Whose hole though and what is it? The man's hole. Right. A woman's got... Oh, okay. So she's got a dildo. There we go. Strap-on dildo. Sex toy. Just to be clear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I reckon, no, if you held it in the, the area and put it in, I think that still counts, just FYI. I think so. Yeah. I'm not a... Oh, could you be pegging bothered, fanatic. I like, be bothered with any of that. It. That's yeah. not... That should have its own name, though. It is a separate... That's like broomsticking. Is that another thing? I don't know. It can be. <laughs> Is that an offer? <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah. want to be all Mike about it, but I felt a certain chemistry between <laughs> us. <this one. laughs> Pegging, or you learn something new every day. Well, he has a question oh, for God. this series. Which couple do you think would have been most likely to partake in some pegging? Um, Cyral and Nick wouldn't be up for it, but he'd have to just be quiet about it. No, well, he's already got a commie tummy, so might as well just fill your boots. <laughs> is that like an official thing? Do other people have it, or is it is he the only one in the world? No, I think other people must have it because it's how they have to sniff things and fix them. I think that's amazing. When you said, "Is it an official thing?" I thought, like, I don't think cummy tummy is a medical <laughs> diagnosis. That's, I don't think science medically qualified, as far as I know. I don't. You know. There's one. I bet makes claim to be medically qualified to touch women inappropriately. Oh, well, yeah, oh, God, definitely. Massage therapist. Oh, I oh, said all of that. Also, for pegging Susie, one hundred percent would have pegged Billy. Oh yeah. <laughs> And it'd just be like in um, Ace Ventura where he's just in the shower afterwards, curled. <laughs> <laughs> but he wants to make the relationship work for, for, with a woman he met yesterday, you know. He's a mad bastard, him, isn't I he? need to go and watch him. You do. He's a real treat. So hopefully, he. I would love to see him come back for the next series. Any other thoughts that you expect for the next season or things you're excited for? just hope that I'm like emotionally and mentally up to it because honestly, last night after that one episode, I had a headache from all the drama. I was just like, am I going to be all right? There, there is a point when you get into the third month towards <laughs> the end as the, the fewer and fewer couples. It's between the final date and the final commitment ceremony stuff and then you've seen the end episodes that's drama packed but there's a little bit of a dip and you realise I've spent three months 
like five hours a week. This is this is I've spent a work week like just watching these people. Yeah, and it makes me want to put a rope around my neck. Yeah, but <laughs> sorry, you... was, that, was that a bit much? <laughs> yeah, but I get what you mean though, because last night I was thinking this is a commitment. Never mind their commitment ceremony. Like this is a commitment watching this program. Aye, I'm fine with all that. I, like, <laughs> I think you have got too much on, is that what that is? <laughs> like, when everyone goes to bed, we would just blitz like a few episodes, yeah. so it's fine. I just need to get my priorities right, don't I? Yeah, but we watch a lot of trash. I think watching trash is like my bag, like, I thought, like, like yeah. anything like um, X on the Beach. Very good. Geordie Shore. Geordie Shore, I love Geordie Below Shore. Below Deck. Do you watch Below Deck? Oh, I've not seen that one yet. No, they advertise that a lot on Married at, Married at First Sight Australia. Watch a lot of Selling Sunset. I've not even heard of that. Oh, that's a, that's um and interestingly, there's sort of a link to Married at First Sight Australia. It's uh estate agents in Beverly Hills, they sell like forty million dollar homes. There's a four hundred million dollar home there. And it's just they they're all uh, very good looking women, really bitchy about each other. And there's a woman on there called Christine, who is Elizabeth from Married at First Sight Australia, but just with loads more money and much better plastic oh, wow. surgery and stuff. It's like I, I often accidentally called Elizabeth Christine. I've struggled not <laughs> to do it this um, this this podcast, but uh, yeah, that's worth a watch if you like oh, this kind right, of stuff. Oh, yeah, give it a look. Excellent. So we've recapped the last season. I think we've gone into a nice amount of detail. Wow. We're going to start with the next season in the next episode. Yeah. We all excited for that? Very. Yeah, very much so. Can't wait to go through the whole process of meeting these people, instantly judging them, and then hating them and myself. And then at the end, <laughs> at the end of the series, when you get to do that, I was right about everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was the very first episode of Maths Lessons. I want to say thank you for listening again. So, it's goodbye from me, Cy Beckwith. Goodbye from me, Omar Abid. Goodbye from me, Kelly Rickard, and thank you for listening. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.